Hey, this is Jackie of the Maiden Voyage Podcast, and you're listening to Season 2, the one where we tackle how temperatures, water coolers, and Facebook can affect your productivity in the office. Maiden Voyage is a podcast recorded by the women of Impulse Creative. We are CEOs, salespeople, project managers, writers, and marketers. We're also wives, rad moms, remote employees all over the country, in-house staff, empowered single ladies, and all-around ass kickers. There's a lot of challenges we face, overcome, and share that make our voyage different than those of the men we work with. This is our journey. This week's episode is brought to you by Impulse Creative. Welcome to Maiden Voyage. So we're really excited to be talking to all of our mermaids today um, about this cool article that you've probably seen circulating on your social media feeds about how women perform worse in cold temperatures. The article that we've been talking about and reading is from NPR, um, and it really says that just women do not perform as well as men when the temperature drops below a certain degree. Um, and it's saying, it's super interesting because it gave data here too, saying that um, it ranges from as low as 61 degrees to 91 degrees is where they did the study. And it showed that men decrease their verbal and mathematical skills slightly when the temperature is warmer, but women decrease dramatically in their productivity in, when it's when it's cold, which we all know, ladies, I think we all attest and feel the same way that when it's cold, I just can't focus. And I'm, I'm here and I'm like this with the blanket. And I would totally agree with this NPR article that I don't think I perform my best me when I'm freezing. See, I feel like the opposite. I feel like I'm, I'm more productive when it's at least 70 degrees, 68 degrees. So I mean, that doesn't work for me, but. Well, no, I think that would be colder. Warm. I mean, they, I guess they did 68 say 68 degrees is considered warm. Well, 71. <laughs> I would say anywhere in the seventies. Like I leave my house at 72, 73 during the day when I'm working. And that's fine for me. Do you not think 72 is cold or warm? You Floridians. I, I think, I think it's on the cooler side. Hot and cold. Cause we're in two different Florida. states. That's just really funny. This is like a whole other conversation is that to me, 68 is like, cold but 72 is warm jed but i think that you're you're on two different floors too so that's different like we're on one like you know oh because you guys don't have the second floors in florida right Um, oh that's true like i have mindset and i'm here in pa with jackie and um mine's set at 75 right now but it gets colder down here than in my bedroom so like at night I put it down to like 72 so I'm not sweating in bed but that is funny that 68 is kind of freezing if my house was at 68 I would yeah, be that's a little too much but I would so much rather be too cold than too hot because I feel like you can do more about it when you're cold like I used to keep a blanket with me in the office and for me if it was too hot then I I could not I feel like I couldn't focus yeah I bring slippers to work every day because like I get cold, but I'd much rather be cold and like have a blanket and slippers on than hot because you can't do anything about it. No, I totally hear that. But I think that it's interesting, though, that the article skews that we keep our offices cold and it's less productive for women, but we can't keep our offices warm because it's less productive for men. So like, let's keep our office temperature an acceptable limit for the men and freeze out the women. And I think that's so what is acceptable. 
well, to everyone, it's different. It sounds like even between the five of us, but I never find, and, and, and again, I think it's location-based when we're in Florida, when I come to the headquarters, I'm never cold in the office. Like I was never cold at you. And you guys were like, Oh, it's, I need my blanket. And I'm like sweating. So I also think it's yeah, like, when you guys are down, it's not like normal life. Like we take walks and then I'm never hot either. That's never cold. You know what I mean? Like, Normally, we're used to just going in and sitting at our desks all day. Right. So we get the special the special affair when we're in town. Like, we go out for lunch. Like, normally, we would stay in for lunch. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Yep. Like if you're never leaving the office all day, it does get chilly. Right. Um, and, and, and so we were talking that, like, this was, a, you know, a, a cheeky article, and there's a bunch of them out there. And, yes, we want everyone to be comfortable in the workplace. But then we started talking, like, what other things – affect your productivity, whether you're working from home, working remotely. We even have uh, Courtney on the, on the line today who was working in the office and now works remotely. So like, how do those changes and what's going on in your day-to-day that affect your productivity? Yeah. So I feel like my, I guess, natural habitat or environment for what I'm used to working in has drastically changed. Um, when I was in college, I could never do homework or study in my apartment. Um, It was just, I feel like I'd have to clean my entire apartment before I could start doing anything productive. Um, It was just too distracting. And then if I would work in the library, um, you know, I went to a small private school, which meant everyone knew everyone. There's people everywhere you go who you unintentionally will stop and have like a 30 minute conversation with. So when I was, back in college doing homework and studying, I would have to go to the second floor of the library where it was super isolated. I actually had my own desk that I wrote my name on. And that was like, that was my desk. And like, there was no one around and it had to be dead silent. I can never listen to music because I find myself like typing an essay and like accidentally writing out the lyrics. Like it was just too, too distracting. It had to be silent. There couldn't be people around. And so it was kind of an adjustment for me moving into my career in marketing because, you know, the culture is a lot more open. Um, And I think that's a good point to mention, Courtney, is that especially at Impulse Creative, along with other agencies I've worked at, it's an open floor plan. So you don't even have like a little cubicle to call your own space. It's like you have a desk touching other desks with people doing whatever they're doing and you're supposed to be doing and like it is. It, for me, it's, it's almost unworkable. Like, yeah, I, I can't. It was, it was a rough adjustment for me um, because it wasn't what I was used to. And so I remember one of my first marketing jobs, um, you know, they had music playing. There'd be people talking and I had to do like a lot of research and writing. And for me, that's something I have to do in silence. So I would have to go upstairs to like my own private conference room to get work done for a while, for a, a couple months until I was able to just adjust to it. Yeah. And now that I've been, you know, working in marketing for so long, like I prefer it that way. I prefer there to be music and talking because now like my, I've just learned how to block out all the noise. Like literally you could be talking about like getting away with murder next to me while I'm working and I will have no idea because I am in the zone and I will not chime in unless I hear my name. Right. And that's how it is. Like I've just adapted to it, but, um, yeah, I've kind of had to go back to my old ways going remote because now I'm, you know, don't really have much human interaction unless it's, um, 
through through Zoom. So, um, you know, it makes me miss the the noise and just being able to talk to people. But yeah, like it's it's not like how I was in college where I'd have to like clean everything, like because right. you, know, you don't have the time to do that. Right. So I guess this is what maybe we'll go around Robin and, and everyone can answer like, do you prefer working in silence or do you need some sort of noise? And if so, what is that noise? So Audrey, why don't you go first? Um, okay. So if I'm doing the only time that I can't have any noise is if I'm doing like math. Fair. Yeah. So like when I'm like dividing up a project, like point wise and like doing stuff, I can't have any noise, but the second that I'm done and I have it all listed out, then I I'll turn on. Actually, the reason I started watching the bachelor is because I could put it on in the background uh-huh. and like listen to it without actually having to watch it. Right. So Although it's beautiful to look at. <laughs> right. Like sometimes I want to see her dresses and stuff, but you know, it's like one of those shows that like, I don't need to necessarily like pay attention to the whole thing. I'll, I'll still know what's going on. Same right. with like, I, I'll turn on like the voice or American Idol because like I can still listen to it but, right. and then do my own thing. That's but, um, and then I'll turn on shows or whatever. But yeah, I like noise. Even when I'm vlogging, right. I'll like blare music into my ears. And then Rachel, I know, I think you're on a similar wavelength as Audrey, right? Not with the music, but definitely with the shows. Like I'll just put, I can put on like Harry Potter or Sweet Home Alabama, things that I've seen a million times, and I just don't have to pay attention because I know what they're already talking about. And right. it's it's not like music can sometimes get exciting or something. Where these movies, I usually choose things that are just kind of monotone Flat. the whole oh, way. So like, there's no like increase in speed. Right. Anymore. The, the beat right. per minute is pretty standard. Yeah. That's so, interesting. And I can even have, like, the screen behind my computer, so I'll sit on the couch with my laptop, and I can even have it in the background. And I ju- I've just seen them a million times, so I know what's going to happen, and it doesn't yeah. get louder or, you know. Interesting. How about you, Jen? I am such an odd bird in that regards, is that I don't like televisions on in the background. I find them very distracting for some reason. I think I get, like, sucked into the plot or the storyline, and I always want to watch it. I think for me, it's because there's a visual cue. And, you know, there are different people, like, audio learners, visual learners, something like that. And for me, like, when I see, like, the flashing and a TV on, I, like, want to watch it. So for me, I I do hate silence. I cannot work in silence. That's why as a remote worker, oftentimes I'll go to busy cafes and I have like the hum of background noise or I always play my record player, have music playing at all times. Um, So to me, that doesn't bother me Like that you guys talk about like lyrics distracting for some reason. Um, As long as I have it at an appropriate volume, like I never have it too loud where it's overbearing, as long as it's at like a level where it's minimum, it just provides that perfect like gnat sound for me to hone in. So, um, and we already heard that Courtney prefers noise. Are you listening to music at home now that you're a remoter? Um, You know, I really don't listen to music as much as I thought I would, mostly because I'm the kind of person that replays the same songs over and over again until I find a new song to replace. So it's like, I just don't have anything good to listen to anymore. I've ruined every song for myself. So, and I feel like I'm always jumping on meetings and stuff that it's just like too much to have to pause and go back and 
you don't want to awkwardly start a meeting with like your playlist going on. So yeah, yeah, I really don't listen to music as much as I would. But when I think about it, like if I have a, a day where I'm not like slammed with meetings and I typically will put on some music. Um, but I don't mind the lyrics anymore. You know, I've, I've really adapted to it. So yeah. So I, I like it silent. There are like, <laughs> I work from home and there is no noise and it is quiet and I can hear myself think. And I'm also though in meetings a lot of a large portion of the day. So like Courtney, it's like stopping and, and I feel like I get into like a groove and then I have to go into another meeting. So um, I also can't have the TV on. I used to listen to like the news um, while I was working, but ever since I moved my office upstairs, I don't have a TV in this room. And I think it would be, again, like I'm on and off meetings all day. So it would be distracting to like get off a meeting and it's like, what happened? What did I miss or anything like that? So I like it pretty quiet. So for me, when I come to HQ and there's a lot of noise, I have a hard time focusing. Um, you'll often find me like when I, at our old location, I would stay in a room all day. Like I would go into, have a meeting. So I'd go into one of our conference rooms and have a meeting and I just wouldn't leave. I would just like set myself up in there because I'm nosy by nature. And I want to know what you're doing, what you're doing, what you're doing, what are you listening to? And like, what's happening? And I, I can't, I can't not know what's going on. So, and I never really worked in an office for a long period of time to adjust to that way of life where I've been a remote or in the field employee my entire career, pretty much, except for eight months. Um, And I've been out of college a really long time. So I'm just used to like being by myself and it being silent. Um, And so I don't get a lot done when I'm down with you guys because I'm just too nosy. What are you going to do? You got that FOMO. I'm just nosy, man. I want to know. I can't help it. (laughs) Um, So let's move on to, oh, go ahead. With uh, talking about like going from remote to, or from in agency to remote, when I used to be in the office, I used to put in my headphones and not play anything just as like a, a softener. So I was the same way. I wanted to know what everybody was doing and I used to just kind of plug in and I wouldn't even turn on music or anything. I just want to hear all the noise. That's an interesting idea. I do that sometimes by accident because I'm in meetings all day too. And so like, I'll have my headphones on cause I'll hop on and off of a meeting and then I'll just forget. And like, I'll just have them in without anything playing. Well, it's also, if you don't want to be disturbed, it's a way that people yeah. probably wouldn't <laughs> you because they think you're busy or whatever. It's the universal so sign for don't talk to me. That's what I yeah. do. At the yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you're in the office, I you have hair. Like anything goes. Yeah. So then Jen, you had some other great points. I love that you mentioned ergonomics. Um, why don't you talk about some of the ergonomic things that are important to you to help increase your productivity? Sure. Um, well, so I'm actually, I'm about to turn 27 next month. And for the past two years, I've been having um, various pains that almost feel like arthritis, um, which to me is absolutely mind blowing. But in my role, I'm a writer. So I type all day. Like I'm just type, 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 typing, and I barely have any meetings. Um, and I use like a Mac. And if you look at like these devices, they're not very like ergonomically friendly. No, you like, need to get one of those keyboards that, that split. Right. Right. And it has yeah. padding on either side. I should. Yeah. But, and so your wrists are split. 
Yes. Well, there's a few things that I do now. Um, I have like, maybe I can even angle my computer down. Um, but I have a, one of these, um, wrist pads that I use and I always make sure that the arms of my chair, my computer chair are in line so that I'm not tilting my wrist in any weird fashion. Um, and one of the things that I did, I bought this chair on Wayfair. I spent like $150 on this chair because it has good support. Um, and the reviews were so great. And I've noticed just like a significant difference in and of itself, um, from just those, those few changes. And honestly, I would like to get better. Like you said, maybe get a keyboard or a better mouse. Like I just use this kind of mouse and there's nothing supportive at all about like a Mac mouse. Yeah. Um, Love them to death. Don't mean to hate on you, Apple, but <laughs> they look amazing. <laughs> it looks very sleek and it's it's stylish, but it's not very functional in that regard. It's very interesting because I've never been at a desk more in my life than I have in the last three years. I was always like a field sales rep, so I was in my car and there were different ergonomic issues and I had different pains from like being in and out of a car all day. Um, but being at a desk was really hard for me and sitting all day. And Jen, just like you, like my elbow was hurting, my wrist was hurting, my shoulders were hurting. Um, and I started, I like do like, you know, the acupressure, the pressure points like up here and stuff. Like I do that all day and like wrist stretches, but I felt the same way, um, as, as you. Um, and I have a, a mouse pad with a wrist cushion, but the biggest thing that has changed for me is I got a standing desk. And I think the standing desk has given me the ability to like, I like move around more. I stretch. Um, it really just like my shoulders are better. My back is better. You probably so slouch I'm, less because you're not like sitting. You're like right. forced. Absolutely. Yeah. And which helps neck pain. I'm on camera all day in meetings. So like, not only am I like standing, but I'm like concerned about my posture because like, I don't want to be hunching on video either, you know? So for me, the standing desk has been a lifesaver in my productivity because I was just feeling like so many, like Jen, aches and pains, but I need a new chair. You'll have to share the link. Yeah, I totally will. I, one of my friends, um, is what is, what is that? Well, I'm blanking. I don't want to say like Kelly Blue Book or something where they, like, I know that's for cars, but they do like reviews on everything. Oh, yes, yes, Consumer Reports, duh. He follows that, and I guess this had, like, stellar reviews for, like, an affordable slash functional kind of thing. But, And it's funny, kind of, kind of tying in with that, um, I feel like your desk space in general is something that could really affect your productivity. And that's, like, one of the few things for workers that are, like, in an office space, that's the one of the few things that they can control. Mm-hmm. Because for us as remote workers, we have the luxury – of, of modifying a lot of things um, in our work environment. But for yeah. a lot of people, they don't. And like the desk is the one thing. Like I, for example, um, I always have, I love, I love working with two screens. So I have like my Mac laptop and then I have, you know, just a, another larger screen next to it. Um, and I know a few people that have told me that they cannot function just working on like a small 13 inch laptop or, or something like that. Um, do any of you ladies use double screens? I, have I to use two. I used to, but now I don't really mind. If it's doing spreadsheet stuff or like going through expenses and little tiny numbers, then yes, I would prefer a second screen. But other than that, no, I'm perfectly fine on my small laptop. Okay. I guess it, it totally depends on your role and the task you're doing, what you're doing yeah. as well. Like for me, it helps oftentimes 
you know, if I'm rewriting a web page, like I'll have the old web page on one screen and then my document on the other so I could reference it kind of thing. Um, but yeah. And I honestly, I'm a neat freak when it comes to my desk. I don't know if you ladies are like that either, but I can't have like sh shit all over my desk. Yeah. <laughs> Clutter. Yeah. 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 I'm minimalist when it comes to my, my area. Yeah, Audrey, do you just redo your office at home? Is it, like, minimalistic? Yeah, I mean, now it is. My desk at work has, like, a bunch of stuff on it. And I couldn't, when we moved it, I couldn't work without putting my stuff back on. You do have a lot of stuff on your desk. It, like, gives me the sweats. And yeah, me too. Any Any sort of anything gives me anxiety. But I even work on, like, like my desk is white. Like it's like, I like a white cause it just feels cleaner than yeah, like I used to have a black desk and I have very minimal items on my desk and even like the space I work in, like I try and keep it like cl decluttered. So like Courtney, you were saying in college, you would have to like clean your apartment before. Like I, I, I get so distracted if I know there's dirty dishes in my sink downstairs, I just like, like I can't. So I find that like, it, I keep my house cleaner because I work here or like less cluttered. Like I'm just throwing shit away all day. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't move in like 24 hours, it goes in the trash. Just throw it away. Cause I can't. I'm the same way. Yeah. And uh, Jen, I loved your point that like we get to control our environment more than people like at the office. Mm -hmm. um, and Audrey, I remember this. So you were talking about light earlier, Jen, like, artificial light versus natural light. And I don't know if you remember, Audrey, but like almost a year ago, you sent me a link to like ceiling tiles mm -hmm. that were like, that were like, she sent like it to me too. Side. Yeah. So like you would replace one of those traditional ceiling tiles with like something, it was like an aquarium or like a rainforest. It was something like that where like you're just going to let natural light in. Yes. Yes. So because in the old office, there was no natural light. At all. Yeah. They were, there was, but it was like the outside meeting rooms, not the actual internal office space. Right. Mm -hmm. Where like, obviously Audrey, now, like she's sitting on her lanai right now, rubbing it yeah. in with her beautiful palm trees. And I know Jen, you have a lot of natural light. Rachel, I've been to your house. You have a lot of natural light. <laughs> I took the room in my house with the two biggest windows. Cause I prefer natural light. Courtney looks like she's living in some natural light. I, I just think, as humans, we work better with things growing in our space and like natural sunlight. So like I have plants, I have the windows open, even on rainy, cloudy days. And I just think that we really are blessed that we get to alter our living spaces and our working spaces to, to be really truly beneficial for our productivity. Absolutely. And there's so many studies that reference like, the benefits of actually being in the sun all day. Some people that are stuck in like cubicle spaces with no windows for eight hours a day, every day. And especially like in the winter time where sometimes you come into work and it's still dark and then you leave work later and it's dark. Um, you know, there's a lot. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. And it really can affect your productivity. I mean, I know when I used to work in like that kind of environment, I would get up every hour. And I would just like walk for like five to 10 minutes. Like I would literally go outside and just like bathe in it because it, it does, it affects your mood. You feel kind of trapped. And in my sense, I feel claustrophobic in a room without windows. Yeah, for sure. 
So maybe we can share like one thing we do so we can give a takeaway to our listeners. Like one thing you do that really you feel like enhances your productivity at work or enhances your, your workspace. And even think for people who are listening to us with their earbuds, trying to like drown out their coworkers and trying to bring a little more calm and tranquility to their workspace. So like, what would you recommend Audrey, somebody can do to be more productive and kind of bring an ohm to their own space? I, I don't know. I think maybe just going for like a 15 minute walk that always helps me. But, um, like I said before, I'm in meetings all day long. So I don't get long like periods of time where I can be productive. Like I literally have to like squeeze it into every 15 minute that I can. And Mm -hmm. if, and if I'm distracted, especially in the office, I just walk away. I go somewhere where I'm not going to be distracted or I just put my headphones in. Um, at home, I don't, I feel like I don't really get distracted often. But you have like a designated space that's yours at home, which I yeah. think with that. Right. Yeah. Cool. Rachel, what would you give as an, uh, a suggestion? One tip. So I think for mine is obviously decluttering your space. Um, I feel like it just clears your head. And I also will pick a spot where I can see outdoors so that when my eyes get kind of tired, I just kind of get a, I, I just look in the distance and will just rest my eyes for about five minutes. That's great. Just look at the trees moving or whatever it'd be. Yeah. Courtney. I'm with Audrey. I like to um, take walks or just get outside. Um, I think it's important to, you know, step away for a second and, you know, take a little breather. That way, when you get back into the groove that you have a fresh set of eyes, it's, I find that, you know, there's days where, you know, you're slammed and you're just constantly writing and reading. And um, I feel like that's when you make the most mistakes um, because you're not giving your brain a break and you're, you're typing things the way that you're read, like you're reading it in your head. But <clears throat> if you take a step away, then that allows you to be more creative and get inspired by your surroundings and jump back into it with a fresh perspective. Love that. Jen? I do too. I'm going to like springboard off of what Courtney said about, I love that. Like be inspired by your surroundings. Um, for me, mine would be to Find little things that bring you joy and make sure you surround yourself with them in your space. Like for me, I love plants, like you said earlier, Jackie. So, you know, I have, I know I don't get as much light back here, but I have like little cute little plants on my desk because I see them and it excites me. Or I know I really like enjoying incense. So I have a diffuser right next to me that I'll put calming or relaxing scents on. Um, so it's just those, those very small things that you have to make sure that you make time for every day and kind of establish your routine with it. So if you know that music works for you, put your music on. If you know that like you like the diffuser, put that on while the music's playing, set yourself up for success every day by establishing a routine of things that bring you joy. Yeah, I agree with all of you. A clear space, taking a break, plants, all of that diffuser. I do all of those things. Um, And I really think just like being true to what affects you. Like I know I do better in silence. And because of that, it doesn't make me 
any less cool or whatever than anyone who wants to listen to music. And I also know that I can't work in a loud space. And so if I have to step away and go to somewhere that makes me more productive, like I love going to a coffee shop, but like I can't focus. So I go get my coffee, take my break, and I bring it back to my space where I can be productive. So like don't conform into what other people need for their productivity, because it's not going to work for you. Like if going to the water cooler is going to kill 30 minutes of your day to have a chit chat with your colleagues and you don't have time for that, don't go to the water cooler, bring a big gallon of water with you and store it in your desk, knowing that maybe you don't have that time that day to be distracted for 45 minutes. So like do what's going to work for you and not what works for everyone else. Because if you're just trying to keep up with your team, and you're not going to be productive, and it doesn't make any sense. So I was going to say, I know that it's unique for us on the video right now, because most of us have the luxury, like we mentioned earlier, of working remote and controlling our environment. Mm-hmm. But I think the biggest takeaway that I want some people to understand from this video is that you, you don't have to ever be forced somewhere you don't like. I'm afraid there's going to be some listeners here that are saying, well, that's nice for all you guys, but like, I'm stuck in a cubicle all day take a different job where you're not stuck in a cubicle all day. Right. Day after day after day, affecting your productivity and making you miserable, making you hate work, change jobs. Make sure that when you are looking for a new job, that their culture and their environment fits something that is around your lifestyle and preferences. Very well. That reminds reminds me of another article that's like going around right now that like it's on Facebook and stuff. That if you're unhappy or if you're miserable where you're at, it's your job to change those, those circumstances. Right. You control your own destiny. Nobody is forcing you to wake up and go to a job you hate every day. Yes, we understand you need to pay your bills. And we've all been in situations where we have to stay somewhere for financial reasons. But ultimately, your happiness is what's more important. And if you're not being productive, like Jen said, Find yourself a place where you can flourish and be creative and be happy. And because that's what it's all about. Thanks for joining us and tune in next week. But until then, stay your course. And remember, this is your voyage. Make it amazing. Sadly, that'll do it for this week's episode of Maiden Voyage. We'd like to thank you, our amazing listeners, because let's face it, lady life is hard. It's incredible how much we accomplish every day, and we all deserve awards just for existing. If you're watching the show, make sure that you subscribe, click on that thing for instant notifications, speak your mind in the comments, and share us with your fellow voyagers.